0: I'm comedian, writer, and filmmaker Chuck Staten from the punk band Senior Discount.
1: And I'm writer and comedian Brad Rohr from the Providence Improv Guild. And this is the Chuck and Brad Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 520 of the Chuck and Brad Podcast. I'm Chuck. I'm Brad. How you doing, Brad? I'm not on the brink, but I can I can see the brink from where I'm at. So, <laughs> what's
0: going on? Uh, just life, man. <laughs> uh, how bored? are you? Are you bored? Is that what's going on? Uh, there's there's a lot going on. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm, yeah. I'm in the middle of a... Uh, you know, we're releasing this episode early this week yes. for a very specific reason, which we're going to get to in a minute. That's very cool, I think. Very positive. Right. Um. So we're recording on Saturday during the day. It's three o'clock. There's birds chirping away outside. Uh, on Saturday, May 8th. Yeah, I just went to Jersey... Uh, which we'll talk about. I got back you know, early, early Wednesday morning. Was supposed to go to New York City afterwards to shoot with Mark Norman and Joe List. And then, uh, but that had to get moved. So I'm back for a couple of days, working on a couple projects. And now t- tomorrow morning, I'll be going back out to New York City to yes. shoot with them. Right. Uh, the Big Apple. To do a bunch of... Big Apple, 3 a.m. Yep. To do a bunch of projects. So <clears throat> we had to record Saturday day, unlike us. I don't have my menthol cough drops, so my nose is extra. It's just full. It's that time of year.
1: It's Yeah, it's a full nose season.
0: I wake up and my left nostril is just blocked. But I wanted to ask you a question. And tell me if I'm a hero or a vigilante, an anti-hero. Keep going. Or a Santa. I, I think. Yeah, <laughs> what? You're often a Santa. I think I am often a Santa. Is there
1: a specific story that goes with this or is it just in general? No, no, no. Here's
0: what happened. So I'm leaving. So every day, I, you know, I have an office now.
2: Uh. I just,
0: I Chuck clearly sees me going through my bag to find
1: menthol cough drops for him, and then he's like, oh, "I'm just going to look away."
2: And I tossed
0: Red. gently. You hit me my, right in the face. <laughs> it's great because that audio was definitely recorded, obviously on the podcast. It was just like you could hear from Brad's microphone. <laughs> you hear from You're, my, you're a Doppler <laughs> ship. Let me go.
2: <laughs>
0: um, I just saved
1: Chuck's life and endangered it. All right, yes, sorry. Yes. So you have an office now? Yes. Um, and you're a Santa.
0: I'm a Santa. So here's the thing: I have an office, and it's about you know I live in Warren, Rhode Island. My office is in Riverside, Rhode Island.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, you know what? This is gonna be an interesting. This is gonna be an interesting experiment. You just gave me a menthol cough drop. Yes. I just made myself some tea. Uh huh but I didn't have a tea bag, oh. so I just made hot water. Uh huh. Maybe having a menthol cough drop with just the hot water will be less gross than drinking tea and sucking on a menthol oh, cough drop. The at the flavor. same time. Yeah,
1: the flavor combination. Right? yes You know?
0: Let me see. I
1: mean, uh, water is is pretty neutral flavor-wise, right?
0: Oh, it goes oh, pretty good.
1: Awesome. So you know what? Toss a menthol cough drop in the hot water. Wow. Menthol tea.
0: I'm going to be such an old man. I'll be like, hold on. I'm going to make some hot be. water to drink. <laughs> hey, hold on. Hold on. I'm youthful. I wear Oshkosh bagosh. Yeah. I got a slingshot in my back pocket. A uh, propeller, propeller beanie. beanie. I, uh, you know. Anyway, I'm eating juicy fruit. But uh, well, how about uh, did, what is the one with the zebra? Fruit stripe. Fruit stripe gum. That's what uh, I want to eat. You know
1: what? I eat bubble tape. It's, so it's six feet of bubble gum for
0: me, <laughs> <laughs> not them.
1: <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh my goodness.
0: So, okay. So every day I go to my office. I drive from Warren, Rhode Island to Riverside. It's like seven minutes from my house. Yeah, it's not very far at all. I go through Warren, then through Barrington. Yeah,
1: uh, Snootsville.
0: Snootsville, very rich and uh, snooty place. So I go through, right? Every day I usually stop at Starbucks. I usually order a coffee ahead of time. Like a, like a true snoot. Yeah, during, during the week I get a cold brew from Starbucks. During the weekend, me and Brad get some fun coffees together. That's correct. Um, so I do that. I usually stop at Vienna Bakery, a great bakery, um, in Barrington. This week went to Bar- went to Vienna Bakery. No, 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 actually, I didn't go there yet. Went to Starbucks. Okay. Pulled out of the the, uh, the plaza. Yep. Took a left. There's left. another little out like exit out of the plaza, right? That where you avoid the stoplight. And I'm driving, and a car just comes out of there, almost completely t-bones me. Luckily. I'm a precision driver. Right. Luckily, I've seen all the Fast and Furious movies. Yep. I write down what I see when Vin Diesel hits the gas, hits the brake, clicks the Nas, yep. takes a right, mm-hmm. takes a left, mm-hmm. yeah. flies in the air, j- jumps over a building, jumps out of his <laughs> car like Superman. Everything he does uh, captures
1: Michelle Rodriguez in midair if the they, they fall down onto a car and they're fine. Yeah, right. I write it all
0: down. S- yeah, and that's my precision driving school. Yes, Professor Diesel. Student, staying in. Right. A-plus across the board. Yes, of course. Clapping on the, the on, erasers. On the teacher evaluations. <laughs> giving them well an as apple. As the stu- yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, know every, I know how to drive. I know how to do a precision drive. I know how to avoid danger. Right. And like if Brad was flying in the air, I know how to jump out of my car and save him. Thank you. You're welcome. So this girl. Oh, I didn't know who it was yet. Right. This car. This car comes barreling out. Right. Almost T-bones me. That, they hit the NAS. Now, I'll say... Oh, I'm lucky they didn't hit the NAS. Yeah. Let's just say that okay. <laughs> it was close. <laughs> or, or I, I, I'm not lucky that I didn't have NAS because right. I could have just scooted. A year ago, my parents were T-boned. Yes, in a terrible accident, totaled their brand new car at right. the time. So my mom broke her ribs. She said, "What did you say last night? Contusions or lesions?" Contusions. Contusions and lesions. Wait, lesions? I don't think she said lesions. What's a lesion?
1: Uh, in my mind, it's like a bed sore. So, I don't think your mom got those from a car accident.
0: She <laughs> was a long car I, accident. I'm
1: not, I'm not a doctor. So, a lesion, L-E-S-I-O-N, might mean something different.
0: So, I'm avoiding this T-bone. Yep. I prefer filet. And so, the car was coming out. I pulled to the right. I'm slamming on my brakes. People can't believe it. They're taking out their phone. They're sending it to Vin Diesel for extra credit. And so, for extra credit for you or for them? For me. Okay. Just being considerate. Yeah. And so I, I barely avoid it. And I'm like, what the fuck? You ever, you ever have a situation like that where you're filled with rage? Yes. Roid rage? Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> but you, you don't know
1: I'll, I'll say this. <laughs> you don't know. Probably not the roids commonly associated with roid rage.
0: <laughs> roids, that's hilarious. That is hilarious that you have roid rage. From your head. <laughs> How do we turn that into something? I mean, that's—it's got to be something. It's too. No, no, I've never heard it's that. A, like, if you ever do a podcast where it's about you ranting about your anus issues, you got to call it Royd Rich. You know what? I'll make that promise to you.
1: If I ever start a podcast that's me ranting
0: and including. It. Oh, that's hilarious! We gotta write that down. This is—we do a podcast every week. Gold star, gold star, gold, gold, gold. Every, so hilarious! We forget everything we say. I feel like you're—we have you're, dementia. You're your grading scale. <laughs> well,
2: different. I, than I read the it World by Professor Diesel.
0: Yes. So, Royd Rage is so funny. So I almost get killed by this girl, well, person. Car. Yep. I, I didn't know who it was. Right. And I'm like, I'm so mad. I slam on my horn right yep high-pitched horn and i'm like and i'm like and she's not even doing like this like a sorry like like wait like a wave because because i think you can make a mistake when you drive yeah but you gotta say a sorry yeah um you know so i'm like what should i do i'm like i can't let her get away with this and so i i I follow her follow her follow her now i should I, i followed her probably through in front of three buildings. Yeah. So that's not a very long follow. Not a very long follow. She turns into Dunkin' Donuts. Right. I follow her in and... To the parking lot. To the parking lot. Not like inside. Not that. inside. Yeah. In the parking lot. I just pull up next to their car. An old woman gets out of the back, like 70, and a young girl gets out of the front, maybe like 23 or 25. Okay. And I'm like, I'm like, what just happened? And she's like, huh? I go, did you see what just happened to me? Like, Because she's acting like he has no idea. And a seven-year-old woman goes, I saw it. That's and she's kind of smiling, but I think it's because more like she's like, not she's happy that it happened, but she thinks that the girl is, was a bad driver or something. Okay, Yeah. And I'm like, you almost ran me off the road, which is legit. I swear to God, legitimately, I almost went off the road. Right. I was, I was uh, while this was, was happening, I was 100% like, I'm going to have to replace my tire. I'm going to hit the curb. Yeah. But you were up on two wheels. You know what I think happened? I think I went to the inlet of the bike of the bike path. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it goes down a lot. Yeah. Cause the, the sidewalk goes down, you know, with the street. Perpendicular? Parallel. Parallel to the street. Parallel. Yes. The actual sidewalk goes yep. down parallel with the street. So I'm like, what happened? I mean, you almost ran me off the road. And she's like, Oh, sorry. Like, like, oh what a dick. And I'm like, I'm like, Well, what happened? Did you see me? She goes, No, I guess I didn't see you. Sorry. And she had this tone of, like, leave me alone. You're a dick. Fuck you. Piece of shit. Kill yourself. Yeah. Go in the bike path lane. I, I'm used to women talking to me like that. <laughs> so I'm like, well, what happened? And she's like, I guess I didn't see you. And like, and like, I was like, okay, well, I'm like, you can't drive like that. You have to pay attention to people. And she's like, okay. And she walked away. Yeah. Okay. And that's all I said. That's 100% of what I said. Right. Drove away. Now, A, here's a couple of questions for you. A, did I do something wrong? Uh, it's, it's tough because like... Well, first of all, do you think I said anything that was over the
1: line? I don't think you said anything that was over the line. Yeah. But the idea of following someone Three in... Three buildings. In, well, it uh, was
0: from Grampy's Cleaners to Dunkin' Donuts.
1: Right. So you know where that is. I know where that is. I don't think that's an excessive distance to follow someone. But the idea of...
0: And it was in the route I was driving. Right. Obviously. I, I, again,
1: my concern is more, do they have a gun in their car? and and mm-hmm. is road rage
0: oh wait roid rage nope
1: <laughs> <laughs> is is that going to come into play oh, my where, God. where they feel that they need to be defensive because they don't know what what you're packing in yeah. your car you could have a gun you uh-huh. could you could have a roid they don't know i you could have roid rage and road rage and road rage, and road rage. <laughs> like combined
2: <laughs> <laughs> so much rage
1: uh and and uh and so maybe they get defensive,
0: they shoot first. Who knows? Who's Joseon? Who's Greedo? I don't know. Okay, so so hold on. Let's back this up, because okay. I know you like to weasel your way out of answering oh, questions. Oh, do I ever. So your only qualm with me following them is that they might shoot me. Yes. Yeah, I care about your life. Well, here's what I was thinking. When it happened, and I'm not kidding when I say this, I am exaggerating for fun, but I do kind of want people that do things like that to have some kind of, like... I don't want to say like negative reaction, like something bad happens to them, like they get into an accident. Right. But I do think that like it's better for someone to say, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Because then I think they're, they're more careful in the future. Like if someone if, if someone like if like, let's say they just did that to me and then they just went about their day and I never even reacted at all. Right. I Are you think, honking your horn in this scenario? Let's say I'm not. Oh wow. Okay. Let's say I'm not even honking my horn. So they horn. might not even know exactly. that they ran you off the road. Well, let's say, let's say they do see it or whatever. Yeah. I, first of all, I think that she was lying when she said she didn't see me. Right. There's no way. Right. Um, there's definitely no way she didn't hear me honking my horn. But shouldn't that person have some kind of negative correspondence? And I'm not saying, like, like I said, I'm not saying again to an accident. I'm not even saying a policeman pulls them over, which right. I think you'd be more okay with. Yeah. Um, but me being like, hey, you got to be more careful. You almost ran me off the road. Right. I think that's okay.
1: It's weird because I, I think about the times I've made uh, poor driving decisions. Um, number one, driving with my brother when I was mm-hmm. like 17. Yeah. And I almost changed lanes, you know. And hit someone. And, and hit someone, and they honked. And my brother was like, you idiot. As though he had never. Yes. Uh, he hadn't been in three accidents by that point in time. Right. Uh, With, you know, two years more driving experience. mm mm-hmm. And, uh, then I, and, and so it's like, okay, well maybe I, you know, especially in this area of the road and this was the car honking at me and my brother calling me an idiot. Yeah. I'm like, all right, maybe in this section between these two stoplights in Sherrillville, Indiana, maybe I need to be a little more aware of, of changing lanes. Yeah. Uh, But it wasn't like the other car following me into the Walgreens parking lot.
0: Well, what would you rather have? Would you rather have your brother calling you a fucking idiot? Or would you rather have that car being like, hey, you gotta be more careful? I mean, I'm so used to him calling me that.
1: Um, well, I, I think it's, it's, it, it varies from person to person, situation yeah. to situation. East Providence, uh, boy, geez, seven, eight years ago, I was driving yeah. to, to a softball game. Mm-hmm. I went to the wrong field, by the way, and yes. almost got in an accident. Turning left at the end of a street, a, car, yeah. a truck was coming from the right, and they honked at me, and the guy was so mad. And mm-hmm. unlike the girl in your scenario,
0: yeah,
1: I, I was like, you know, I put my hands up, I tapped my chest, like, hey, this is on me. I'm yeah, so that's sorry. What I'm looking I'm so for. sorry. But it's hard to do that when it's somebody behind you, mm-hmm. because a wave... In that situation, might be taken as sarcastic.
0: No, nah, I think that if if that girl rolled down her window and she put her hand up like like a f- straight yeah. hand, yeah. If she did the middle finger, yeah, middle finger. It's hard to apologize with the middle finger. Right, right, right. Will you go on record with me? Never apologize with a middle finger.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's you hard know, for me right. to think we of a loophole. We can't cycle
0: every situation. Yeah. Um. By the way, you know, I forgot. She did say at some point, everybody makes mistakes, which is true. I mean, it's, it's true. A statement but, of fact. Yeah, it's a piece of shit thing <laughs> to say. But there are some people listening to the podcast right now being like, "Chuck shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have talked to them." You know, I think they're worried about your life as well. No, they're not. They they think I'm a dick. But I think I think that there needs to be some kind of like negative reaction to get people to change their behavior. Uh, you know,
1: I'll say this. Uh, kind of the opposite end of the spectrum. In terms of immediate action, yeah, uh, I was in charge of approving late stays. Yeah. Uh, at work, I work at a college in the housing department. Mm. If a student wanted to stay past closing time, which was mm. Thursday at five PM, mm. uh, they were supposed to email me, right? And the request was supposed to be in five days beforehand. And of course, mm-hmm. no they one worked. ever did that. Yeah, so you know, probably uh, one PM, I'm getting ready for lunch. Mm-hmm. I get an email that's like, Brad, I'm so sorry. I didn't see my email until now. Can I please stay until tomorrow morning? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, typically I would answer that right away. Yeah. But I want this person to at least sweat about it while I'm at lunch. It's tough. I, while I've, I go pick up my chicken pad thai. Delicious. It, it's tough
0: because we live in a world where I think, I hope that the feeling across the board is that you should always be trying to do better. Right. I get it. We want to be understanding of people when they make small mistakes. Um, but I also think we have to be like, Let's improve. Let's try to get away from making those mistakes. How, how much do
1: you think the girl's tone affected your attitude towards the situation? If she had said, "I, I saw, I'm so sorry," that would be complete. I would be like, "I would." You're, you're if, still mad. You've all still right, got you're the adrenaline. girl. You're the girl. All right. Ready? Yep. Um. Hey, did you did you just see what you did? You almost ran me off the road. Hang on, I got to play with my boobs. This
0: is great. Um, all right. Sorry. She, she wasn't. Oh, okay. Never mind. Then I'm just. I'm not. You know. I'm not going to say it. I don't want to be yeah, bad you, on the you podcast. Did, you, don't, you don't have to. Okay.
1: Um. All right, hey, I just ran, all right, I ran I'm running off the road. You just ran me off the road. I'm so sorry. I was looking at my phone. I'm so sorry. I'm not. I, you know what? I, I
0: appreciate didn't... that very much. You just got to be more careful in the future. I you know what? Let me buy you a coffee. I know.
1: You know what? I, I can I, understand I, you're shaking up. I'm, I'm glad you were paying attention. That would have been terrible. I'm so glad. I'm going to buy
0: you a Boston cream donut, a Boston cream bagel? I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke that no one on the podcast gets. I don't care. <laughs> I know you don't. It's a joke for the two of us. Yes, it is. No, but I, I mean, I wouldn't have probably gone in and buy her coffee, but I would have been like- I think you still would have been angry. I don't know. I, I i mean, you've seen me. I don't really have an anger thing. Yeah. Think about the times when I've been mad and someone apologized. Have I ever stayed mad? I, I don't, don't think know. I've, I've never heard anyone apologize to you, <laughs> except for me. <laughs> And you've stayed mad at me after an apology, so no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think. No way. In yep. not, not a yelling way. Ah, uh, not a yelling way. No, never, never. Yeah. Um, and maybe in a principled, uh, philosophical way. Yes, of course. But not in a, But not in a. I'm still. I'm still yelling at you for the I, same I, thing. I think
1: you still have adrenaline in your system. I don't you know, think you have been on two wheels. You've been in
0: a submarine. It's, it sucks because I don't want to. I don't. You might be going to space. I don't want to waste time with bad podcasting. Right. But I do think there's a clear example. Where one time I did react to someone doing something bad. They apologized immediately and I immediately softened and said it's okay. Right. But I'm trying to think of what it was. It sucks because there's a couple examples that are similar to this, yeah. but I can't remember them exactly. I, it's,
1: it's just for, for me. You know, Two two examples. One, I was driving, again, probably 17, 16. I was driving my mm-hmm. sister, yeah. also Shareville, Indiana, different direction. Mm-hmm. And uh, a car almost T-boned me precision driving although this would have been in 1993 so right. I, I don't know, I, you know if it's it's yeah. sandra bullock and speed you could have seen the like
0: original a, the fast and the furious from like 1947 was, uh, yes
1: uh, this was uh this was it would have been 95 um maybe i watched bullet by steve mcqueen <laughs> who knows <laughs> And like, uh, we, we learned from this and so i you know i honked yes and like held it down oh yeah and then probably a half mile down the road i was still like And I honked
0: again. (laughs) Yeah, but that's you. I I know. Me and you you are, people think I'm nuts, I say obscene things, I make questionable decisions, you're a little mouse man, your dick is tucked in between your legs. Uh You are way more angry than me. Yes. You're way a million times more angry. That's the secret. And I don't have any of that in me. I don't have any of that lasting... Yeah, 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 I don't have any of that in me. Yeah. So I think that you might stay mad, but I wouldn't stay mad.
2: Okay. Look, I, 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 I think
1: adrenaline works differently in your body than it does in every other body in the world.
0: Oh come on! You're saying that no one can can no one gets mad, and then when someone apologizes, they're nice to them. I, I think the times
1: I've seen it happen, um, at the like like where it's a sincere apology, I think the person is still like mad and dismissive. Again, they're fighting They're fighting their own adrenaline. Yeah, so to many. Be uh, logical. A guy almost backed over me when I was putting up flyers in yeah. Providence. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, "Hey, you know, we're good. You didn't hit me. Mm-hmm. Um, no lasting consequences." He's like, "No lasting consequences," and he didn't know what to do with himself. Yeah. And I, you know, I apologized again, went in, put up our flyer for whatever show we were doing. Maybe yeah, four hundred, maybe one of the the. Bradley Drawns, yeah, and came back out, and I'm like, "Hey, I just want to say sorry again." He's like, "It's okay," but it took him that extra yeah. two minutes to calm down. Um,
0: because if she's like, "I'm so sorry," I'm so I like, I I don't think it takes me time. Oh, interesting. Yeah, well, I think it has to do. I'll put it this way. <clears throat> oh, you know what? I've had situations driving, yep. where that T-bone thing happens, yeah, and when someone does accept the, the right. uh fault and yeah. say I'm sorry, yeah. like with a wave, yep, I don't get mad. Okay. So
1: isn't that the same? Yeah, I, it, it's weird because at this point, you know, you've, you've, I don't know. The the, the confrontation aspect makes it complicates it. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but, anyway, I, but I hope y- that you're fine. I think I'm okay. And, and hopefully, next time she goes to Grampy's cleaners, yeah, she can look. She she'll pay attention a little bit more. Yeah, when she's
0: pulling out. Yeah. All right. So that was a good explosive moment. We try to open every podcast with a little debate or a little talk or a little story. Yeah, uh, I think that's a fun way to jump right into it. But really, what we should open with today is kind of like, why are we doing a podcast early this week? It's a great question. It's coming out on a Tuesday instead of a Thursday. I woke up and I was here. I'm half-dressed. Me and Brad both slept in my office to be like, we just got to make sure we get up at 3 p.m. Right. To, to do podcasts. Yes. Um, the reason is because, as everybody knows that listens to our podcast, or as I would expect they'd know, I work for the podcast Tell Them Steve Dave with uh, Walt and Brian from Comic Book Men and Quinn from Practical Jokers. Um and they have a Patreon, and that's like my main source of income. Right. I work for them all the time. I go to Red Bank, New Jersey, and I film at Janson Bob Secret Stash. We do a rota- rotating, um, I was going to say cast, but it's a rotating mm-hmm. series of okay. shows on the Patreon. Sure. You know, um, one show we do is the all-new Sunday Jeff Show. We do Frank Fives Rewind. We do Tales from Behind the Fake Counter. And there's a bunch of shows. I think there's right. like 10 or 11. That we rotate through. So every Tuesday, tell them Steve Dave releases a new show on their Patreon, and we, re- you know, usually we don't really announce it too far ahead of time. Maybe right. a week ahead of time. Maybe you don't know until the day it comes out, and we just consistently film these shows and bank them. Right. A while ago, when Patreon was beginning, I said to Walt, who is kind of the, you know, he's the king of the Patreon. Right. Um. Maybe the general is a better. He's okay. the ringmaster. Yeah. <clears throat> I said point guard. You know, tell them Steve Dave has never really focused on the behind the scenes of all the people involved. Because we do have a cast of like, let's call it like, you know, the the original three. Then there's another like five or six guys that that do the shows with us. Then there's like an additional maybe five or six people that work on the stuff and all these different people that have been involved over the years because the show's been around for like 11 years. And a lot of them, people don't know their backstory or really even their point of view about what Tell Them Steve Dave is, which is this monumental media uh, success. Right. You know, one of the top 30 podcasts on Patreon immediately where we do these crazy shows and so many people are supported by. It's crazy. And I said, I'd love to do a show where I talk to people about their behind-the-scenes, their origin stories and kind of what they think about all this and their place in the Patreon and really hear what they have to say about where they came from and and, and their story, like, as part of the story of Tell 'em Steve Dave. And Walt, I I mean, I think I wrote to him and he didn't really respond to that, which usually means he's not that interested. Yeah. So this summer, I was going up to film for, like, only a night, and usually we try to film a couple nights. And I said, hey, Walt, like, if you're not interested in that whole history idea, um, then, you know, that's totally fine. But I was wondering if I could do it for my podcast just for fun. Right. Because I'm coming up. And he said, yeah, sure. So I sat down and did one-on-one interviews with Walt, Walt Flanagan, Brian Johnson, get him Steve Dave, Mike Zapsic, and Ming Chen. Yes. And I said, all right, we'll release them on the Chuck and Brad podcast. So I took the, the interviews back. You and I recorded an intro and kind of an outro yep. after each interview where it was just a sit down with each of them of their, their history leading up to tell them Steve Dave and kind of their viewpoints behind the scenes, stuff like that. Um, And it was like the story of Walt Flanagan, the yeah. story of Brian Johnson. And we released those um <clears throat> as a miniseries called the Tesdy Town History right. uh, miniseries. And I think we released them from like, it's like from like September through October or something like yeah. that. And the response was huge. People loved it. People really responded. A lot of people came on listening to our podcast from it. But right away, I felt a little bit of guilt and I said... You know, this really belongs on the Tell Them Steve Dave Patreon. It belongs in the chronology of what Tell Them Steve Dave is producing. So after a couple of them were very successful, I wrote to Walt and I said, Hey, listen, uh, I really appreciate you guys doing these interviews. I really feel like they should be part of the Tell Them Steve Dave Patreon. Um, what do you think about me continuing this show on the Patreon? And he said, and I kind of wrote him this whole plan. I'm like, here's a whole year of episodes if we did a monthly. Right. Here's what we could do. And I said, do not feel obligated. Don't feel pressured. This is just an idea. If you don't want to do it, no problem. And he wrote back and he said, I like it. So I said, okay, you know, whenever it's convenient, we'll start doing it. And it took a few months. I didn't really want to push it, you know? Yeah. Um, Walt would be like, oh, you're coming up. Uh, come up for these four or five days. And I'd say, oh, does anything fit in where I can interview somebody? And it wouldn't because, you know, uh, some of the people live far away. Some of the people are very busy. And like Sunday Jeff, who is the person I'd want to interview first, only was really around organically on Sundays at the store. Yeah. So if, we were, if I was coming up on a Sunday and we were filming right after the store closed, it wasn't a good day to do it. No. Finally, this past weekend, it worked out. I called Sunday a couple weeks ahead of time, and I was like, "When you know, when do you want to do this?" And he suggested we do it this day. I was going up for Frank Five Day, which will you know, which is a, a specific day that we were having, where one of the members of the Tell Him Steve Dave podcast Patreon was having like a meet and greet all day at the store, and I stayed afterwards, and we started recording it, and we started doing that new show for Patreon that I will be hosting. It's on the Tell Steve Dave Patreon, and the new show is now going to be called The Tesdy Tapes. Makes sense. Like the Nixon Tapes. So here's the deal. It's kind of a continuation of the Tesdy Town History miniseries, now being turned into the Tesdy Tapes. But we wanted to make it really easy for people to access those first six episodes that you and I already did. Yes. Um, So what we're doing is this. My episode, my first episode of the Tesdy Tapes is with Sunday Jeff. And that's being released on May 18th, Tuesday. Yes. So I said to Brad, what do you think about re-releasing the original six for the six days before that? So that people that want to listen to the original six can just subscribe to our podcast and they'll be right there. Brad said, sure, let's do it. So May 18th, if you work backwards, if you know six days, it's 17th, 16th, 15th, 14th, 13th, 12th. Yes. And May 12th brings us to... a Wednesday uh wednesday mm-hmm. so we're putting this podcast up on either monday the 10th or tuesday the 11th whatever is convenient oh, who knows um and that way our normal listeners are going to have a new podcast this week right they'll also get the reposting of all the tesdy of all the tesdy town history episodes this week coming up and then next tuesday on the on the Tell them steve dave patreon you'll get the first episode of tesdy tapes which is the new iteration right. of tesdy town history And then we'll do another new episode for next Thursday as well. Right. So that way, people who want to listen to the original six Tezdy Town History episodes will be able to listen to all of them really easily as new episodes. And people who are just normal listeners of our podcast will not be missing a week and will not get boned by us uh, putting up... T-boned. Yeah, T-boned. We won't get T-boned by us putting up the six episodes as a repost. So you're getting an episode of the Chuck and Brad podcast early this week. And you're going to see all this week, the repost of those original episodes. And then, you know, if you're not on the Tez, uh, Tell Them Steve Dave Patreon, but you've been uh, kind of on the fence about it, I got to tell you, sign up on, on May 18th. My first episode with Sunday Jeff of the TESD tapes is going to go up. And it was an awesome interview. Sunday was awesome. And I learned a lot of stuff that I had no idea about. Um, but that's why we're doing an episode early this week. I thought that was a good explanation. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, new stuff. You have anything going on?
1: Uh, not really. No, we're waiting to to find out about casting for the Providence Improv Guild's online shows for the month of May. Nice. Uh, haven't heard anything yet. So, but put my name in for for the uh, the Would I Lie to You game show. So, good but stuff. But it's one of those things where they're like, Hey, how many times have you done it? I'm like, I don't know, three or four. And so they're they're trying to even it out so that all the all the house team people are on
0: nice. a similar number of
1: shows over the past year.
0: Nice. So, good stuff, man. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, for me. New stuff. I think I talked about it last week a little bit, but I did. I finally did a video intro intro for the Tuesdays with Stories podcast with Mark Norman and Joe List, but that intro was only seen by people on their Patreon so far. Right. But this Tuesday, uh, it sounds a little confusing, but it's not confusing. Whenever they come up with a new episode, the video for the episode goes up for a week on their Patreon only. Right. So this coming Tuesday, available to everyone for free. Will be last week's video episode of Tuesdays with Stories, which will have the Tuesdays with Stories intro that I made nice. for the first time ever in public. I'll make sure to share that. Um, that'll be May 11th. And uh, I have a new article in the Bay Magazine Good. about J22, a restaurant in Jamestown. This place was incredible. You can go to thebaymagazine.com and uh, read about it if you're around Rhode Island. This place is. Excellent. I can't. I can't say enough good things about. It. I already talked about it on the podcast. Yes, you did. But it was just such a great eating experience, and I loved it. Um, all right. So, we recently came out with a couple episodes that I think were very well received. I uh, I had a great time doing them. So even if they weren't well received,
1: they were well delivered. Yeah. Right. It's probably not accurate. Well, record. Uh, yeah.
0: They uh, one was uh, the history of Mortal Kombat, which Brad explained to us, and then we kind of came up with some of our own Mortal Kombat stuff. Right um I got that, sucked into the Mortal Kombat universe the video game yeah the video game series and uh Ray Harrington comedian friend was on that episode and then we kind of held him hostage for a second episode where I gave uh, There's no kind of about it <laughs> where I you know I debuted Dr. McFrankenstein's year of McMadness which is this plan for this new this new character to come into McDonald's land named Dr. McFrankenstein and uh take over the menu for about a year and I and I kind of I came up with this this advertising plan and came up with a you know a, a rotating monthly menu of all different items all year long. Right. Man, I think I laughed more that night recording those two podcasts in a row than I've ever laughed on the podcast. I mean, you had to
1: get up and walk away for a while, so my
0: back was hurting. Yeah. I was laughing so hard and I was listening back. And one of the best moments is when I introduce uh, the get cultured use wine yeah. portion of the menu and Ray <laughs> hates it so much. I mean, <clears throat> it's a terrible idea. So, so it's funny because you know my ideas for Doctor McFrankenstein's Year of McMadness, Madness. Much like our recent Godzilla episode, where I came up with my own Godzilla versus Kong, and it culminated in Jurassic Park and turned into Zombie Zoo. Um, Ray, Ray, when Ray's on, I feel like you'll push back, but he'll try to cut me to the core. Yeah, you know, he, there's something he doesn't like about it. He thinks that he he's like he's like. He t- he texted me and he said something like, in the Dr. McFrankenstein episode, I'm the bad guy. About himself. I mean, Dr. McFrankenstein's the bad guy. <laughs> no, he's not. Mm. He's an innovator. He, <laughs> he killed Mayor McCheese. No, he didn't. Mm. We don't know. He was kidnapped. Oh, yeah. We never really came to a resolution. We never did. <laughs> well, it depends on what people think about the whole plan. <laughs> anyway, he says he's the bad guy. And I said, you're not the bad guy. I'm like, I'm bringing something... To the table that is asinine. Oh, worse and you, than that. And you and Brad play like the voice of reason. You're the pushback. Yeah. And he's like, nope. He's like, you're bringing something fun to the table, and I'm stepping on it. Blah blah. And I'm like, what do you think about that? I I uh, I like Ray's stepping on it. I I, I think Me too. Uh, does I think he come off as a dick? I don't no, think so. No, no. I think no. it's. I was like, you know, I think the listeners of the podcast, they see what the game is, and the game is that I'm going to bring something to the table that's not good. Right. And they're going to be delighted at how weird it is and at the creativity behind it. And then they're going to love the logical step, you know, pushback from you guys saying, what about this? What about this? That doesn't make any sense because I go and I think that people just get that it's a to me, it's almost like an improv scene where one person's, you know, we should do this. And one person, I guess, says we shouldn't, which is not. Good for improv because yeah, it's I, supposed to yes and, but that uh, happens sometimes.
1: Well, you know, yes and the game doesn't always mean that you're yes handing, right. right? Vocally. But don't you, I, don't I, you I see if, it the same if, way? If if we were casting Ray as like a, a voice of negativity or a a, a dick, then I think my, the Godzilla versus Kong he would have hated my idea, like my sincere right. effort right. to write a Godzilla or a, a Godzilla movie. Yeah, and he didn't. You yeah. know, he, he's like, "Well, oh, it runs into the same problem," but he wasn't. Like mean or dismissive no, about my idea, and then all. your idea, <laughs> he treated with the respect it deserved. Well, that's what I think. I think that so I, you know, I, 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 uh, I understand the idea of like not wanting to be the heel. Yeah, but I, I don't I, think I, he's the I, I also don't think he's the heel. So, no, I don't think he's the heel. Um, at all. I, I sympathize but disagree. Yeah,
0: um, but we had a lot of good response to those episodes. Um, was excited to see people psyched for him. Yes. I love it by the way, just letting people know, I love it when people screenshot their MP3 players like on their phone mm-hmm. or their I guess like, you know, podcast apps, whatever, and saying like listening to this, I love this, blah, blah, because there was a bunch of people that did it and I'll yeah. if you do that and you tag me on Instagram, I'm always sharing my stories and everything.
1: I like it when people take pictures of their iPod nanos.
0: I mean, me you, too. And there's
1: no display at all. I they did, just tell us what they're listening to and we believe them.
0: Did you see the girl that took a picture of McDonald's and she crossed out McDonald's and put Dr. McFrankenstein's with yes, me I, in front of it and I'm all saying. the the mascots in jail? Yes, I did. Oh, I loved
1: it. Yeah, she's a she's a good Photoshopper.
0: Oh, oh yeah. All right, so we got a couple emails recently. This one's from Karen. Uh, hey, Chuck and Brad, and sometimes Ray. This actually came in right before we aired the episode, Dr. Okay. McFrankenstein. Uh, subject line, Dr. McFrankenstein's Year of McMadness. I am eager to hear this week's episode in the pod because last week you stated you would be going into your Dr. McFrankenstein's Year of McMadness. Well, I wanted to share that McDonald's Singapore must have been listening because some of their new items could be on your list. Please see attached. Oh, no. First Snyder, now McDonald's. Everyone's stealing Chuck's ideas. Thanks for all the laughs. Sincerely, Karen. Uh, and the the screenshot is of the, the chicken cheeseburger. What? Uh, it's uh, And it's it's... It looks like a chicken, like patty, right? I'm and on it, head. like a flat mozzarella stick, like fried cheese on top of it, oh, like mozzarella. Okay. And it says, "Check out the cheese with many e's." Yep. And our new chicken cheeseburger. It's stacked with ingredients from bun to bun that'll take your taste buds to the next level. Wow! Don't forget our tasty sidekicks: a big bag bag of pizza mix shaker fries, mm. um, coupled with savory ha chicken drumlets. Um, see why couldn't Mick Frankenstein come up with something like that? Pizza McShaker, fries? Either one. I think you wouldn't like that. You wouldn't like that? Oh,
1: I'm sorry that it's not a quad mac. <laughs> the
0: quad mac. Everyone is a loaf of bread. <laughs> By the way, I knew the perfect joke math for that was to do the Dub Double Mac uh, and the Trip, trip mac. mac, and then like months later the Quad Mac. Yeah. <laughs> and it I is. love when Ray went, oh, he's running out of ideas. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. I would eat that. I think TGI Fridays did do, because we used to. Like a burger with. Yeah, the old basis of Senior Discount used to work at Fridays. Right. We'd go hang out there once in a while. And they used to call it the puck. Oh, okay. And it was like fried fried cheese that they would put on one of their burgers. Yeah. Another. uh, Wolfgang Puck. Email from Daniel. And uh, the subject line is just, Army of the Dead almost featured a whole zombified zoo with an article about it. Now, multiple people have messages to me and commented this article to me on the Chuck and Brad podcast page. Um, And yeah, it says...
1: Uh, Army of the Dead is a movie coming out, I think, next week, uh, directed by Zack Snyder of 300 and Man of Steel and a bunch of other movies. Uh, And his Army of the Dead movie is a zombie thriller. In the trailer, you see a zombified tiger, which, of course, is probably infringing on Chuck's
0: yes. long-held zombie zoo <laughs> unwritten screenplay. I should go through the podcast history and just write down all the great ideas I came up with: zombie zoo, Doctor McFrankenstein's Year of McMadness. I think you can stop there. Wow, <laughs> two. Uh, Snyder says, "I think for a while there was a whole sequence where, like, there was a whole zoo that you know had been overrun by zombies." And so there's a bunch of zombified sorts of creatures. Obviously, we ended up with a white tiger in Vegas. That felt like the real thing. You couldn't get it wrong. Um, someone's going to do Zombie Zoo in Ray Harrington, who doesn't like the idea. You know, he's going to be uh, pretty, pretty uh, embarrassed by the success and the world being taken over. I'll say this. I'll make a, I'll make a plan. I'll make, a, I'll make a, a guarantee. Oh, good. Zombie Zoo. Uh-huh. Is going to be a zombies universe, Uh huh. and it's going to be bigger than the Marvel universe. All right, we're talking right now. How many movies do they have? Twenty three. Yeah, so far at least twenty four movies.
1: Okay, well, I mean, like Black Widow penguins. comes
0: out. So, all right, it's going to do some catching up. Dr. It's going to take a little while, but it's going to be big. Home. All right, another email. Subject line: Another T shirt from Robert. Hello Chuck and Brad. Here's another T shirt idea. I think you guys will like it. Also, the last few episodes have been ma- amazing. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Rob. The t shirt idea is pretty simple. Okay. It just says CBP at the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, C is lowercase, P is lowercase, B is uppercase. Ah, I like it. And it says Chubby for life. Ah, that's a good shirt. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate that. Um, and if everyone, if you want to write in, we'll always read your emails on the podcast, Chuckandbrad at gmail.com or go to chuckinbradpodcast.com and find the email link. Um, all right. Let's see what else is new. You know, it's been a lot of work for me. I uh, got the new office. I'm working on Tuesdays with stories projects, working on the Tell Them Steve Dave projects, working on Smodcast projects. Um, and uh, you know, Brad and I went out uh, couch show, couch shopping with my mom one day. We did. Got it a was, sweet couch it was in fun. here. Fun. It was fun. We all got massages on those massage chairs. Yeah.
1: While uh, while while Chuck and his mom were figuring out you know delivery of the couch, I'm like, I don't want to stand here and uh, listen to this nonsense. Mm-hmm. Let me go over and sit in a massage chair and get my back rubbed for 15 minutes. And I'm like, ah, great. That worked out well. It's time to leave. And Chuck's like, I want to do it, too. Oh, yeah. And uh, so Chuck and his mom both uh, laid in the display massage chairs. And
0: I like the foot massagers and calf massagers better. I,
1: I bought a, a foot massager and calf massager from Brookstone while we were in the store on my phone. Wow. Like
0: You're like Mr. Monopoly.
1: You're throwing that most, cash around. It was the most impulsive buy <laughs> I think I've ever had. <laughs>
2: I love this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Um, but, yeah, we did that. It's it's funny because it's, it's we're still, you know, we're right at the end of this whole thing where people are finally getting vaccines for COVID. Yes. So we're making this transition, but things are still so slow. Like there's no concerts, there's no comedy shows. So still, my life is like working on video projects and watching TV and movies. You know, that, that's all it is. Right. Me, and, and mostly me, TV and movies with my girlfriend Gina. So I don't really have a lot of event stuff. Uh, I spilled three coffees in my car like a. Fucking asshole! Let me ask you this. Oh, I feel so. I feel so dumb. If, what a uh, dumb asshole I if, am!
1: If uh, it's just the idea of, of, you know, like if somebody else spills three coffees, yeah. you're you're like, hey man, no big deal. Everyone makes mistakes, just like that girl uh, at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. But if you do it, you're like, I'm an idiot, and only an idiot would spill coffee. Yeah. I Even know. though. I've legitimately – I've spilled coffee in your car once, and I've spilled coffee in my car once. Yeah. And now you've spilled coffee in your car once. And it's like, you know, be easy on yourself,
0: just yeah, like yeah. our friends in The Interrupters say. Yeah, yeah. It's tough because, like, I went over – you know, a lot of times I'll – I'll, you know, when I, before I got the office, I was going to Starbucks every day and getting a coffee from me and my roommate Jordan. And our buddy Corey was coming over to help me sell some stuff on eBay – And I was like, I'm going to be a good guy and get Jordan one and me one and Corey one. Very nice. They gave me a tray of three coffees and it was just filled to the brim. I didn't want to put it on my front seat because I didn't want it to lean back and spill. Right. So I put it on the floor of my car and I don't know what happened, but I got back to my house and it was all spilled. So now I'm dealing with like, I thought I took care of it so good because they they all spilled. I immediately looked up how to fix it. I threw baking powder, baking soda down for a day. Vacuumed it up, and I thought I was all good um, because you spilled coffee in my car, and it feels like we fixed it with no issue.
1: Yeah, like we drove to Walmart to buy something. Yeah, and then sprayed it, and that was it.
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe I just didn't do what I should have done, but I did that, and a couple days later, it started to smell, and I was like, "Fuck!" And so I did the vinegar concoction. I will also say, less coffee
1: spilled when I spilled it.
0: Yeah, mine was like three large coffees, yeah. and there, were, I'd say, I'd say seventy percent of them spilled. Yeah. So just to give listeners, in case they're like, well, what'd you do? I covered the area with baking soda liberally. I waited 24 hours for it D- to pull everything don't, out. Don't
1: forget that you asked me what the difference was, if there was a difference between baking soda and baking
0: powder. I still don't get it. Yeah. yeah. I well, still can't tell you. That chemicals. Okay. Then I vacuumed it up, and I thought that was it. I thought it pulled all the moisture out because I did it immediately. Oh, by the way, of course, before I put it down, I blotted everything and got as much coffee as I could up you know, with a yeah. uh, paper towel. Couple of days later, it starts to smell. I make a concoction: one fifth vinegar, four fifths water. Right. Drench it, and it said leave it for five hours, then dry it. I left it for five hours with my windows open. Went to dry it. It was all dry. Yeah. I, I don't know what to do.
1: Yeah, you can't re-dry it. It's, it's
0: already it. too dry. Yeah. So I put blood so, from a stone. If so you I didn't will. know if it would help, and I still smelled it. So I put the baking soda down again. Left it for another day. Brad and I just went and vacuumed that up. Yes. And now I got a pet enzyme odor remover. Yeah, an enzymatic cleaner. Enzymatic foam cleaner. And I just put that all over it. It said leave for 15 minutes, then blot up. I left it. Now I blotted it. Now we'll see how that helps. That's how far I am. But I've gotten a million, like, here's what you do. Yeah. And so I'm trying all of them, which I think is the right way to go. Yep. Um, so that happened, I guess. I guess yeah. that's a thing that happened in you my know, life. You know what? I don't want to forget uh, a thing that happened in your life.
1: Um, as as the world starts to reopen, uh, I am feeling a little more comfortable going out for meals. Uh, and so Chuck and Gina and I went out for a meal. We went to a, a local pizzeria that we often... Uh, Oh, we did like talk like about to this? go to. No, we did not. Oh. So, uh, so we go to this place and normally we get salads. And yep. uh, and Gina also gets Keep talking. I'm going to adjust I, my I, microphone. I'm, so I'm, I'm going to turn
0: it. mine down.
1: Gina also gets Brussels sprouts. And this week we fe- we're feeling differently. We're feeling frisky. We're feeling our oats. Uh, I'm like I want a calzone uh, because I don't care about carbs or my body. And Chuck looking through the menu, he says, "You know what I would really love?" Is some bone-in wings. I often get their buffalo chicken added to a house salad, so I know what their buffalo sauce, their house buffalo sauce tastes like. I'm gonna get it on bone-in wings, classic wings, if you will, and uh, and have that as my meal. No salad, just the wings. Uh, And so, you know, we order. Chuck clearly states, "I want the classic buffalo wings." To our waitress, like, and again, I want to make sure that was. (laughs) Clearly stated. <laughs> am I, why do I have all these run-ins?
0: Why am I having these run-ins I, 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 all the time? I think
1: because if it happens to me, I don't seek to correct the situation.
0: So, so what happened is, i, I got to say, the chicken here is excellent. The quality of chicken is great. The buffalo sauce is delicious. This is my favorite place to get a buffalo chicken salad. I ordered the bone-in wings. The server doesn't write anything down. And there's been times where, I don't want want to say our order's been wrong, but a lot of times she comes over and goes, did you order this or this? What did you get, this or this? Because you get the same server often at this place. Right. So she comes back over, and she did ask me something, right? I think so, yeah. But I don't remember what it was. She asked one of us. uh, She asked one of you. Maybe it was Gina. Maybe it was Gina she asked something. Yeah. They bring over the food, and she had brought me the boneless wings. And I said, hey, um, I'm sorry. I actually ordered the bone-in wings, right? Yep. She goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, no big deal. And she leaves them there. So, you know, start munching. Yeah. That's a question in itself. Is right. Am I allowed to eat the wrong food? That's a, that's a question for a whole another day. Yeah. But, I, you know, she leaves it there for like 10 minutes. Yeah. So I'm taking a munch. Yeah. It smells really good. She comes back and she says, I need that, those wings I brought you by accident and uh, to replace the other ones. And I go, okay. And she takes them. Meanwhile,
1: I'm loving my calzone. Delicious. Delicious.
0: So then she brings over these bone in wings. And I'm like, huh. And they look really different. And they are visually, visibly different. A like different it, color. Like it, it is a different sauce. Yes. Right. And it has like pepper flakes in it and stuff. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. And I could smell it's so pungent. And I take a bite of one and I'm like, this buffalo sauce is so fucking hot. It's crazy. Yes. Which is nothing like the buffalo that I get there almost every week, right? Right. Every Saturday almost, or every Friday. I'm like, it's really different. And I'm eating it for like a second, and then I'm like, my mouth is on fire. Like, this is, this is uncomfortable for me. There is no way this is the same buffalo sauce. So she comes by, and I'm like, I just had a question. I'm like, do you guys have like multiple buffalo sauces or multiple hot sauces or something? Because this is really different. And she goes, no, it's all the same sauce. I go, okay, and she walks away, and I'm like, and, and it's, there's, it looks 100% like a different sauce. It tastes 100% like a different sauce, and it's so hot that I can't eat it. Yeah, and Gina also tried them. Yeah, and she, was like, she was like, this is hot. Initially, she said, oh, it's
1: not so bad, and then like four and a half <laughs> seconds later, she's like, oh, wait, no, it is. It yeah. Is, it, I, is, it is bad. It is different. And I was like, what do I do? I'm laughing hysterically. And I'm like, and I think, I'm
0: like, did they spite spice me?
1: Right, that's a term we came up. with. The idea uh, that would that Chuck would have sent his regular buffalo wings back, and the kitchen was so mad that out of spite, they added extra spice to his wings. Yeah. So did, we're, we're like, did you get spite spiced? And
0: you know, it's just a fun phrase to say. We kept saying it, and I kept saying, "I'm like, I got spite spiced," and I kept saying it. And then she came. I, I was like, "I'm so sorry." She came over, and I was trying to be really polite. Yeah. I was like, "I'm really sorry." this has to be a different flavor there's no way yeah. it's the same flavor and what did you think at that point in time of me talking to her um and Gina goes he
1: thinks you spite spiced him yes. she said that yeah the manager the manager and the server came over
0: yes and uh and I didn't I, I don't want to be a can I talk to the man I, right. and I wasn't mean no, no. And, I, and I I don't even think I said can I talk to the manager right. I think she said I'm gonna get the manager right. and I was and yeah and Gina said I, I think
1: you said I'm really sorry I can't eat these I, that's what I said yeah, yeah that's that's yeah, what it
0: was yeah. I, and I really couldn't and uh, the manager came over, and she's like, yeah, so what's the problem? And I was like, oh, you know, I ordered the, the, the bone-in wings. I was brought the boneless. I sent them back, and now I got this. I go, and it's so much spicier. Do you guys have another sauce? And she, I think she said
1: no at first, right? She initially said, well, it's different on the boneless wings because of the breading. It soaks into the breading. I, and thought, I'm like, I
0: thought she, oh, so you're saying that she might have tried to explain it, but we didn't understand? Right. And so the, the server 100% was like, there are not two sauces. It's right. one sauce. The manager is like, essentially, she's like, well, we use two different sauces. Right. There are two different sauces. And the ones you put on the boneless are very mild. And the one you have is very spicy. Yes. And I'm like, okay. And she goes, there's two different sauces you can get. And, and you know, she kind of insinuated that I picked the spicy one, right. which is not accurate. No, it is not. And uh, if I had been given a choice, I certainly would have picked mild. But the, so the server just must have put it in as like buffalo. Right. Maybe she picked spicy or maybe the kitchen assumed spicy. Who knows what happened? And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not going to eat these. I, they're just way spicier. I go, but now, you know, and, and and she was pretty nice. Yeah. And I said, but now I know for the future that I can specify I want the mild buffalo sauce if I get the wings. And it was awkward for a second. She's like, well, what do you want to do? Do you want something else? And honestly, I think she was trying to just be nice. Right. But I was—it had been so long. It had been like twenty-five extra minutes, and we were there later
1: than we normally were. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I'm like, I don't know what time this place closes. Yeah. Like, and I are, was like, Are you gonna get more spite spice?
0: I know. And I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm I'm okay. I'm pretty full. Like, don't worry about it. And she took him back, and it was fine. She didn't charge me for him, right? You know, I tipped more than twenty percent to try to smooth everything over. And then when I left, I went up to them and I said, Hey, I'm sorry. I'm such a wimp. I just can't eat. Yeah. The super spicy. And they were fine. Yeah. They were very nice about it. But there was, you know, the suspicion of a spite spice.
1: I, 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 I like to live in a world where they spite spiced you. <laughs> I know. I kind of wish that happened too. <laughs> where, where the waitress is like, you won't believe this guy. And the cook is like, oh, I'll get him. Yeah. Like that kind of guy. And, you know, he, like he puts on. It's John like, Voight from le- Anaconda. He puts on lead lined gloves
0: and he like <laughs> undoes a safe. Hold on. Lead line gloves. Then he pulls down like a welder's mask. Oh yeah! And then he reaches in with tongs. He's got a gas mask. <laughs> he reaches in with tongs with the safe, yeah. and he's like, and by the way, it drips on the floor. Yeah, you know, like, and yeah. it burns a hole. Yeah, like in the alien Blind. blood. Yeah,
1: bad news though. Tongs one time use only because the
0: tongs are now melted. Ah, uh-huh, yes. there you go. Well, you can still use them. Yeah. Um, but uh, man, it was so funny. That was great. And I was hoping, you want know, to know what I think was really the most likely thing if it wasn't this. That they didn't have any more buffalo sauce. Right. And they had to make more in the moment. Right. And they just made it too spicy. That's what I thought was the case, but no. It wasn't spice spice though either. Um. But yeah, besides that, I mean, we finished Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes, we did. I thought Falcon and Winter Soldier was awesome. The Marvel show. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, Wandavision was a Wandavision was their first show, this is their second show. So obviously they're gonna be compared. Wandavision was a whole different uh, aesthetic of, like, playing with genres. Yes. So it's kind of a deeper, more artistic thing. But this, in terms of an action show, I thought was pretty great. Yeah. Um. And I thought it was kind of, you know, I, I know you, we don't get too dicey on this podcast. Do you feel like they villainized uh, left extremists and right extremists in yeah. the show? Yeah, I think Weird, so. right? Yeah. Isn't that a weird choice for them? It is, Um. is. I'm not saying it's a bad choice. Right. I think it's interesting because yeah. they... They made the radical left uh into bad guys because they overstepped moral ways to go about their presenting their message right uh, which I think is really strange i i just I'm surprised to see a property do that in two thousand twenty one okay. do you feel the same way?
1: yeah, I think so um, and you know again I, I don't disagree with it the idea of uh, it's it's the ends of the spectrum that most of the middle has to worry about and I and I think that is the case in
0: life that's pretty I th- that's why I kind of thought it was cool yeah and I thought that you know I thought Mackie was great I thought his debut as Captain America at the end was fucking awesome yeah they could have done that better and I gotta say going forward even if this show was like the point of the show is to make people accept and care about him as Captain America right they killed they it. They did? Yeah, they did it. Because if he was Captain America right after Endgame, it doesn't feel like it was like emotional. It didn't really have that much weight to it. Right. But this whole journey with Isaiah Thomas and the history of N- Black nope. Men. I, I, don't, I don't think it was name? Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas was the point guard for the Pistons. <laughs> Isaiah the, the, Bradley. The bad boy Isaiah Pistons
1: Bradley? in the 80s. Yes, Isaiah Bradley.
0: Was, yes. And the whole thing about how like a black man would never hold the shield. Right. I thought it was awesome. Right. And uh, I, just, I just thought it was great. And I, I thought it was kind of it's funny because it was probably just a good action show. Yes. And you know who else was great? Fucking uh, what's his name? Wyatt Russell. Yeah. As as, uh, as the, the fake Captain America slash, slash US, US agent. Soldier. Yeah. Oh, and then Julia Louis-Dreyfus the cameo. I thought it was awesome. I had so much fun watching it. Yeah, it was great. I, uh, I I enjoyed. I, I looked forward to it every week, and yeah. uh,
1: and now you know we have to wait another month until Loki comes out, and we can look forward to that.
0: Hell yeah! Can't I can't wait for Loki. I think there's
1: going to be. I, I hope there's going to be a little more mystery again. Yes. Um. Of like, oh, what's going to happen next? Yeah, me too. Uh, because you know, WandaVision brought that in spades. Yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier was a little more straightforward.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. And you know, I feel bad because I I did get messages from people being like, "Are you guys going to do a deep dive on on Falcon and Winter Soldier like you did on WandaVision?" And it just didn't work out in terms of all the episodes we had to do recently, right. to make room for my filming schedule and the testy and, tapes. You know, Doctor Frankenstein. Yeah, but 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 I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, if I had any criticism, I feel like they they kind of portrayed it as a little bit more lethal weaponry okay. with these guys having some more comedic back and forth. And it seems like they did that in the first episode a little bit, yep. And then they skipped it, and they're like, "We're completely aligned and best friends." oh
1: uh, there's a little, a little, uh, you know, joking back and forth. Uh, probably in episode five where they were working on the boat. Yeah, but it and was, it was so like, "Hey, little. don't hit on my sister!" Like, yeah.
0: yeah. I, first of all, did you want Winter Soldier to bang the oh, sister? Yeah, oh, of course yeah, I did. I was God. rooting for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Um, but I was hoping for a little bit more of like their ideologies kind of clashing. Yeah, but they never did. They were completely aligned. Right. Um. But uh, I really liked it. I thought the balance was great. I thought that Wyatt Russell at the end making the choice to save the people as opposed to getting revenge right. and kind of c- casting some doubt on whether or not he's actually a bad guy. Right. Fucking awesome. Yeah. And Zemo was awesome. He Zemo was awesome. Yeah. I I just I really liked it. I think that I think that in terms of doing an action show, I don't know if it could have been better. I yeah. thought it was great. That's good. Um And then let's see. I mean, we have uh let's see. We it's, I mean, Let's talk about uh you watched a couple movies recently.
1: Oh, I did. And uh I watched The New Mutants. Yes, X-Men. Which is like the last movie that Fox did when they owned the X-Men franchise before the big merger with Disney. Yes. Um I uh I didn't I didn't love I didn't like the movie. I didn't <laughs> uh Was there a big scary bear in it? There was a
0: big bear in it. I want to see the bear. I heard about this, but I was it cool? No. What do you mean no? How is that possible? It, uh, if you told me all the X Men have to fight a bear that's big enough to fight the X Men, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and, and maybe if the visual effects were not done by Bradley Light and Magic, which uh. is which is a long-standing uh, Chuck and Brad joke, yes. where I am <laughs> bad at art. Yes. Um, I, I didn't think the bear looked good at <sighs> all. Um, I, I, there were, there were a lot of questionable script moments and I know there were, there were issues with the filming and yeah. reshoots and this and that and the other mm. thing. Um, but I, you know, they was were it they scary. Were, no, mm. you, uh, you know, I, I was unclear as to who had what power and right. what their character, like right. it was, it was kind of all over the place. Yeah. So not my favorite X-Men movie, but also possibly not the worst. Yeah. Um, which is saying something for Dark Phoenix. Oh boy. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, now this property is going to a company with a a, a, a more long-standing track were there, record Were there success.
0: any long-running X-Men in it? Psylocke?
1: There were, there were not. Uh, None? No. Not even a cameo? No. That's it, really strange. It was, uh, they hinted at Mr. Sinister. Hmm. They hinted at uh, Professor X. Yeah. But,
0: no. Post-credit scene? No. Uh, yikes. 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 Yikes on bikes. On bikes.
1: Yeah. Um, Weird. You also watched Tenet. I, I watched Tenet, and again, like... Was it good? Uh, it's tough, because I love Nolan so much. It was, uh, it was well shot. It was well acted. Mm-hmm. I like the concept of the script, but I didn't like the execution. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, you know, you can, you can go forward in time, or you can go back in time, and the, kind of how they explain it, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm all right with this. But then the execution of it... Like I guess I just maybe I'm too dumb to understand like why they had people going which way in time at different times. Oh, like, uh, that
0: that bothers me because you're not one of those people that gets lost in movies, and everyone I've talked to is like, I don't understand this part.
1: Yeah, I and you know there were parts that I'm like, oh, that was weird, mm. and and super cool action sequences. Yeah, but I felt like in terms of uh, like a big climactic fight scene, mm. lost me. Yeah, uh, and 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 not in terms of like the journey that the main characters are going on. Right, that's uh, John David Washington and and uh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, but in terms of like the the chaos of the battle surrounding them, I was just befuddled. Was it cool? It was cool. Yeah. Um, and you know, like I, uh, you know, worth a watch. Mm. And uh, but I, I think about like the success, like the mainstream success, and. Acceptance of something like inception, yeah led to all right, interstellar well, that's a little confusing because of this, but I get the the idea of relativity here, but the like the st- whole story here, and then you know, Dunkirk uh, was the idea of three separate stories set yeah. on three separate timelines uh, over over three different periods of time. okay, okay, I'm on board there. Tenet, the idea of of being able to move backward in time great idea. And I just thought the the execution didn't stick the landing.
0: Damn, I got to see it though. Yeah, no,
1: it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, and then the following night, I watched Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous yeah. Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. I think I saw that in theaters. Yes, you did. Um, you know, better than the New Mutants, I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll say this: excellent, excellent shot. One of maybe one of my favorites
0: when they when they blow up the building.
1: No fight sequences, shots is uh, harley has an aluminum baseball bat and she bounces it off the ground it hits a guy in the face and it flies back to her and it's shot in slow motion which i have not loved traditionally yeah but like what a great shot
0: i i thought that the ending chase where she's on the car on roller skates and like going around the car i thought that was awesome yeah but yeah it's that movie was a little bit strange
1: yeah it uh, was, it really, really and truly was the idea of an unreliable narrator and yeah. the, the idea of like, oh, we're going to bring in this character's backstory 90% of the way through the movie. Mm-hmm. Just uh, some, some confusing script choices. Uh, mm-hmm. But man, that, that baseball bat bouncing off the floor in the guy's face. So good.
0: There was some fun stuff. I yeah. loved the hyena. Yes. But there was so little of it. It's right. almost like you, the trailer was everything yeah. in terms of you saw everything that the hyena was going to yeah. do. Um Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I—it's I, funny. I've been kind of watching old movies. I watched The Town. Oh, it's great. I watched Gone Girl. Oh, which I haven't seen since theaters. You're just on an Affleck kick, huh? Oh yeah.
1: Um. Did you only? You watch... did. You Reindeer Games like a month ago. <laughs> I love
0: Affleck. I'll watch it every day. <laughs> <laughs> You're surprised and delighted. I can see I it am. when you smile. I am. <laughs> I'm just
1: trying to think of the next logical joke, and I. Well,
0: we we also watched Goodwill Hunting. Okay, uh, but that's like a year ago. Next up, Argo. Uh, I'd give that another shot. Followed by Jersey Girl. How many times you watch uh, Gone Girl? Just once, and I read it once in theaters. Yes, it's pretty great. It's very great. What's weird is the only thing that's weird is this. It's almost three hours long. Yeah, and I don't know if you remember this clearly because I didn't. The beginning especially is edited like so fast, it's crazy. Yeah. And I can tell it's one of those things where Fincher was like, here's my movie. It's four and a half hours long. And they're like, oh, you got to get it under 245. And he just had to cut a lot of stuff and make it. And it just felt like too much. Some of the cuts were awesome where they'd go from like a very happy, great memory with a lot of music to like the stark cold reality of now. Yeah. Um, But I really think it's a good movie. I think Gone Girl is a great story. And like the way they build it in this is so fun. I love a mystery like this. I, I really, really enjoyed watching it. Uh, me and Gina both. And Gina had Gina saw it when it came out. But that you know, nine years ago she was nineteen. Wow. She's twenty-eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was what, twenty-six, right? Twenty-seven. Yeah, right around there. So so yeah, so um she, you know, that was she saw it before we even started dating, obviously. Um but it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. And yeah, I was watching the town last night. We just kinda put it on for fun. And, man, I fucking love the town. Is it a, is it a well-liked movie? Do people think it's not good? I, I, think, I, I think people enjoy it, but I don't know that people enjoy it as much as you enjoy it. I'll say this. I think Blake Lively is fucking incredible and so authentic. Yeah. Because I know girls like that. I live in Rhode Island. I live an hour from Boston. And I know girls who are like that, who act like that, who talk like that, and That's who have funny. that kind of accent. And uh, she's so good. Affleck is so good. He looks different in this movie. I mean, Jeremy Renner in this movie is like, could he have been more authentic? It's so good. But all the stuff, the bank robbery stuff is like the best. Yep. Um, the lead up to the reveal. <laughs> it was funny because like what happened, this is what happens when we watch movies a lot of times. If it's late, <clears throat> we watch them downstairs in my house and the TV. Then Gina says, oh, let's go to bed and watch it in bed. And she's going to fall asleep. We get in bed. I prop up the pillows. Gina like snuggles into me with her head on my arm, right. on my shoulder. Swiss like gets up in between us, our dog, mm-hmm. and she falls asleep too. So we're all sleeping like one big like lump of of, of, of you know organs and bones. And uh, Gina has her eyes closed and she's not looking at the TV. And right. she's like on my on my shoulder. And uh, it's at the part where Ben Affleck, you know, in the movie, it's kind of about him not wanting to be part of these heists anymore right. and get away from this life. And he goes to the florist, who is the the head of all these, uh, these heists. He plans them out. right? And Ben Affleck oh. and his team are kind of the people that actually run them. And Ben Affleck goes in and he's like, listen, uh, I'm going away. These guys can do it by themselves. Whatever he says, you know, this whole thing. Yep. And uh, the florist is like, I wouldn't hire them without you. And I wouldn't hire you without them. Like, you're all doing it, blah, blah, blah. And Affleck's like, listen, I don't know if you fucking heard me, or who the fuck you think you are? But like, and he does the whole thing about, yep. that was pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, he does the whole thing and he like, brought money to smooth it over cause he knew that like, you know, the florist was going to give him shit about trying not to be a heist guy anymore. Right. And part of the running story, if you remember, is that Ben Affleck's mom like left him when she was 22. Right. And Affleck, like when he was a little kid, he was like putting up like that his mom was missing. Like he made posters and put them up all over town. Yep. And it's really sad. And, uh. The florist is like, he's like, he's like, you think you're leaving? You're not. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, he's like, your father tried to leave when he was young. He's, you know what I did? He goes, he goes, you can castrate people in two ways, physical or chemical. And he's like, he's like, I did him the chemical. I got your mother hooked on the dope. Oh, she, she like sweetened up to it real quick. And then basically he tells the story about how like he got her hooked on heroin and she committed suicide in the middle right. of town. And how he's like, and he's like cutting the flowers as he's telling Ben Affleck the story, and how he's gonna do it to the new girl that Ben Affleck is dating. And Gina's like, sleeping, and she goes, Oh my God. (laughs) 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 And I was like, This scene is fucking awesome. And I don't know, I mean, I don't know if you remember what happens with Affleck and the florist, but I do. Woo! I love it. I love the town. Oh my God. I wish me and you were heist, guys, just so I could turn on you. And y'all be what? like, you'll be like, I got your brother hooked on the dope. And I'm like, oh yeah, and I'll come kill you at the end. But uh, well, that was pretty low, Brad. Why did you turn on me in the first place? I don't know. I I you just said to, I, I just want, want to be high-style so I can turn on you.
1: <laughs> I just We're to supposed just to fight for the tag team championship I, listen, tonight.
0: Listen. You want to stay in this window. I want to make a better life for me and my pop, okay? My dog. What about Gina? She can come. And you also, you don't, you don't want me to leave the life. You're threatening me with getting people hooked on heroin. Why can't you have you running around this town and running things like that? But you turned on me first. No, I just said I wanted to get out of the life. And you said, like, you're I'm not hiring you, you without them. No, you clearly stated, I want to be heist guy so I can turn on you. But <laughs> what a terrible reason to become a heist guy. Well, hold on. Let's back up the truck heist guys i don't have it in me i don't have the bloodthirsty killing and i do <laughs> i guess so you're cutting roses you're running the whole thing
1: i, I don't even have the bloodlust to
0: cut a rose <laughs> so i just want to leave you don't want me to leave i gotta turn on you i'm sorry buddy i gotta make a better well, life for
1: myself <laughs> you know what that sounded like a sincere apology so i'm not mad anymore and you know what? While we're at it, here's my sincere apology
2: for getting
0: Swiss hooked on dog heroin. Anyway, that's um, such a good movie, though. It is. I just wonder, because like some people, you never know if something's looked at as like, like Pulp Fiction is kind of universally looked at as a classic. Right. And Die Hard is. But like, what action movies post 2000 are looked at as like classic action movies? I don't
1: know if there's any. Oh, Fury Road. Mad Max Fury Road.
0: Yeah, good call. That yeah. was a great pull. Good yeah. call. It was Thank fast, you. too. But yeah, I've been watching that. <clears throat> so for me, I've just been watching older movies. Oh, we watched uh, The Orange Years, the Nickelodeon documentary. Oh, the, yeah. Um, which was produced by my buddy Lee Leshen, who produced uh, Undependent, which which I did with Ray Harrington. Right. And uh, it was great. It was very fun. Yeah. Very good documentary. It's free on Hulu right now. Watch it. The Orange Years. It's the whole history of Nickelodeon. Um. And it's really, really enjoyable. I wish they covered Roundhouse, mm. which is a show from my youth that I don't know anything about, and I wish I did. Uh, but the final thing I guess we'll talk about today is I just went to New Jersey for a couple of days. New jersey That's my Tony Soprano. Boy, you're, you're bringing Label, all the Gabel East Coast Label. accents,
1: huh? Oh, yeah. Do
0: a Delaware one. <laughs> What's that? You do it. I don't know. Is there one? I don't know. The, I don't think there is one. I think
1: Joe Biden is from Delaware, and that's the only person I know from Delaware.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't, and, do I, and I don't know him well. I don't have a Biden yet. Okay. By next week, uh, live read, I'll have one. Good. Um, we do we do this? We do the podcast twice every week: once at eight and once at eleven thirty. <laughs> yes, eleven thirty goes live, and the eight is for. Uh, yeah, it's no, a, it's a dress. We, we cut one segment. Um, no, so uh, I went to New Jersey because we were having a thing called Frank Five Day with Tell him Steve Dave. You know, I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. Walt uh, had the idea of like having a member of the group kind of have a meet and greet yeah. to bring people into the new tell them tell them Steve Dave uh, the Tezzi Town General Store, and uh, it worked really well. I think he thought that not a lot of people were going to show up, but like I'd say around 140 people showed up. That's awesome. It was great, <clears throat> and so it was you know Frank Brian Johnson Quinn at a table, and everyone was just doing a meet and greet five minutes at a time. Get him was doing security. Walt was kind of running the event. I was directing the shoot of it. And my B got my B camera operator was Victor. My C camera operator was uh, Brian Rupert. Great guy. And uh, our buddy Alex Juarez was there helping with security. Uh, Tommy Lincoln, who does the production, yep. uh, does a lot of the uh, the creative design for tell him Steve Dave and helps with the Patreon. He was there. And uh, you know Mary Beth was there. Brian's wife. So many of us all together, were never all there. Tom Milizowski was there, who is uh, he's one of the hosts of the Sunday Jeff show. Sunday Jeff was there because it was Sunday, they're working. So, we got this huge picture of like 15 of us or whatever. And it's everybody who does stuff for Patreon, except for Brian Michelle, I guess. Mm. Ah, the director of comic book, man, that bums me out. Photoshop him in, yeah, I should. But it's such an awesome picture. It's all, it's basically everybody that works on Patreon in one yeah. place at one time. Um, and it was so cool to get that picture. It was a great day. It was great to see Frank Five. Mrs. Five is obviously a, an important and attractive part of uh, hmm. the Patreon. What was that second one? Oh, she's adorable. And uh, That's not the word you used. And uh, it was just a great day. It was great to see Frank being honored because he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, but we all had fun. Shot all day. It was like a thirteen-hour day because uh, you know it went from like I got there at eight a.m. to start setting up uh, for the shoot. And we shot until like 7 p.m. Then I had to do the podcast with Sunday Jeff. Wow. And I was, I was thankful because he's had to stay and just wait because yeah. the store closed at 5. But he hung out. We did a podcast that was great. But it was so many fans of Tell Steve Dave, which are called the Ants, just like all over the place and all over the town. And so the Dublin house, which is a, it's a bar nearby, was just overrun with these people. So that's where Gina was. That's where Ming was. Um, Brian Quinn Quinn hung out like all night. That's great. They some of the ants rented the movie theater um nearby and they showed a Tell em Steve Dave puppet theater and Quinn and Getem and Ming did like a big intro for it. It was just awesome. Um and honestly I'm happy to work of course, but I would I would love if I had more time that weekend to hang out with everybody. Right. Like maybe maybe I should have come in on like Friday night as yeah. opposed to Saturday night and then just like hung out with everybody during the day Saturday. But uh Great day, great weekend. Yeah, in Red was, bank. You know, I,
1: I, I'm glad you had a good time. I just I, I missed you at Brad Day.
0: <coughs> <laughs> it was at my apartment. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just me and the cat. Oh man. You gotta stop threatening people to get them hooked on heroin. That's the that's the problem. <laughs> they get you hooked. But uh then the next day, we shot a couple of uh kiss episodes with Tim the record store clerk nice. and a bunch of the guys. It was really fun. And then the day after that we shot for like another like 12 hours. Wow. And it was a new show that we're doing um, that Walt has talked about on Twitter. So I feel comfortable mentioning it. It's about Toho movies. And we did the whole intro with Sunday Jeff and Walt. And I think it's going to be awesome. And Get'em was fucking hilarious in it. That's great. But it was a lot of filming. over. I'd say it was in terms of like production, I'd say it was literally 30 hours of production over the course of the three days. Wow. Yeah, it was a lot. But it was a great time. And then me and Gina came back. And then I've been just working on stuff this week. I've been working on, right. honestly, I'm trying to like organize stuff and just a lot of footage. And all this stuff is, it's great that it's easy to film and it's great. It's easy to record, but it's hard to back all this stuff up and keep track of it and make sure you're, you're being really responsible with your files and stuff. It's tough. So I spent a lot of time this week doing that. Oh, some people outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's it, man. That's that's been my past couple weeks. Yep, it's been your past couple weeks. It has. Tomorrow, I'm going to head to New York City. Got a couple of shoots to do with Mark and Joe. Right. I'll be back on Monday. Maybe t- maybe tomorrow night. Maybe I'll come back the same night. Who knows? I'll be back on Monday. We'll put this up on Monday or Tuesday, and then Thursday through Monday, we'll be reposting the Tezzi Town History podcast. And then uh, next Tuesday, May 18th, uh, the first episode of Tezzi Tapes, my interview with Sunday Jeff, will be up on the Tell Them Steve Dave Patreon. That's pretty great. Yeah, it'll be good, not and then we'll having... be and we'll be back with another regular episode that Thursday on the Chuck yeah. and Brad podcast. Right, good stuff.
1: I'm excited for it. Uh, I'm excited to you know hear your chat with Sunday Jeff, who's I... an interesting cat.
0: Oh know? yeah, I will say too, there is one aspect of Doctor McFrankenstein that has come to light that does push him into the territory of perhaps a villain, but that I'll have to wait till next time Ray Harrington is on. Okay. <laughs> Exciting. I'm glad to have him on. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, folks out there, if you have questions,
1: comments, concerns, or otherwise, please send us an email, chuckandbrad at gmail.com, or find the email link through
0: chuckandbradpodcast.com. One more thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, one more thing. I I talked to Brad recently, and we'll see if, if, if this works out. I thought it'd be fun if Brad and I started doing some trailer reaction videos, where we watch new trailers that come out, record a reaction, short video, and just put it up on YouTube and Facebook. So we'll probably do a couple of those, see if people like them. If they like them, maybe we'll keep doing them.
1: Yeah, and then uh, maybe some makeup unboxing videos. Yeah,
0: makeup unboxing. This one is lipstick. Yep. That's as much as I what, know about makeup. Is, what, we,
1: what do we do with this? <laughs> this what? one's rouge. I think that this is a- uh, <laughs> Only whores wear rouge. <laughs> is it? Oh, it's. Uh, I, I feel like that might be- <laughs> Like uh, an old uh, thing? That's a reference to something. But like, mm-hmm. is it mm-hmm. Skinner's mom? Mm-hmm. Is it Arrested right. Development? I don't know where it is, but right. in my mind, though that-, that Phrase is a thing, right? Um, but yeah, we're hoping to to do some of that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, folks out there, thank you all so much for listening. We really and truly do appreciate it. Hell yeah! That's all I've got.
0: It's all I got, baby.
1: Deuces.
2: this morning smell that the See to-